0: Hello, and welcome to another Grip Berkman Coaches Cafe. Today's cafe is a little different. Uh, during about the last 40 minutes, the group that was here live spent some time connecting with one another as we were building the kind of environment where we could have some actual interdependence beginning to develop with this group, the, this community of Grip Berkman coaches uh, in our coaches cafe. And so as we shared with one another, as we were vulnerable with one another, as we saw some um, uh, sharing of resources sometimes, sometimes affirming each other in our strengths, we were just uh, connecting more closely as a community. We wanted to have that experience so that as we now debrief that experience, we can share with you a little bit of the importance of this particular I to We posture of connecting, uh, and how we as Grip Berkman coaches can use that in our coaching to help others also learn to use this posture of connecting to help build more unity in the body of Christ that will ultimately result in more people coming to know Jesus. So, uh, Susan, who wants to go first?
1: Uh, well, um, just to lay a little bit of groundwork, that we we were talking about the, um, the posture of connecting and how we talk about it a lot, but do we, you know, do we do it? Do we show up and actually do it together as a group? And we don't always do that on this on this uh, call because because it is many times recorded and we don't want to put people's personal information out there, but, but we had a wonderful time. And, and, you know, this is something that for me, I would do uh, frequently with a group like this that that cares and understands and empathizes and and loves one another. Um, I think uh, that's one of the things about our Idawe community is we find we find that acceptance and that uh, ability to share vulnerably with one another.
2: And I think that's that's where we find connection. Uh, you know, and, and I think there's times to get together and talk skills and learn this and that, and, and those, those are useful too. But I think there's something about sharing at some level of vulnerability the good things, but also the struggles that we're going through that helps us connect. I, I look around just in, in our group here, and we're in very different places in the world and in, in what we're involved in. And yet the connection that you feel with one another and, and also the freedom then to share as others are sharing that if if someone leads in vulnerably, I think, or at least openly, it really sets the stage and you feel like there are connections with people that maybe I've known a little bit, maybe I've meet for the first time today, and yet feeling somehow connected in that way because there's a there's a piece of life being shared, not not just theory and not just ideas. I think there's time for that. but this this connection comes really, I think in in some beautiful ways as we share the good and the tough. I uh, appreciated the conversation.
3: I would say since ministry is our common DNA, it automatically, it it, it sort of just grows out of that DNA, a place of, you, you just feel safe. I mean, it's not like all of us know each other exceptionally well. We don't spend that much time together. and And yet I felt very safe and probably needed to share that i could have avoided all that i shared uh but and faked it but that's not that's not helpful to me or to you so i think that once that ministry that common ministry dna is established it kind of opens up safety and security and understanding and you feel more comfortable sharing that's my kind of my overall view so
0: yeah I, i would echo that grady um yeah, I, I can say to you, Grady, I, I, I know that you get me when I'm yeah. talking about something. It's not like uh, you look at me and like, uh, where are you coming from with that? It's like, no, yeah, I, I you know, and you'll make comments to me uh, many times about things that I don't have to necessarily say. You can say it uh, for me, even about me, and it's accurate because we you, you just get me, but we, we get that. We get to that point because we've spent some time together, even if most of our time together has been on Zoom calls, very little of it in person. Uh, that connection uh, is just, um, it's just super important the way you put it.
3: Yeah. I, and I came this close. I thought, I really don't feel well today. I'm just not going to join. And so I rushed into the shower and I thought, nope, I there's I feel called to be on in this today. So thank you. Thank you. like the image of the DNA, but there's another DNA going on here, and this is where it touched me, is we're all living. Um, We're all living out lives. That's a common DNA. And I was encouraged just into saying things out loud that are on my heart, because they parallel everything you said. We're living different lives, we have different experiences, but it's still very common. And one of the things was, I'm not alone with some of the stuff I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, just being human, I think, is part of the connection here. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I love, too, like, being being newer in the group, but um, it was started out so well. Like, vulnerability
0: begets vulnerability for, for me. If it, and you demonstrated so well that this is a safe space for me to be vulnerable and to share some real things on my heart and and uh, so that's my experience today was led by by some of you leading first, being the newer guy and uh, allowing that space. So thanks
2: for holding that space here today for, for me even. Mm. Thank
0: you, Brandon. Yeah.
2: Mm. Well, Larry, sometimes I, I think, cause I think that there's a beauty of what you're saying and Grady, I appreciate mentioning the, the commonality and the ministry, however, I also see that in sometimes in ministry teams that are together or staff, that it's not this kind of conversation. And maybe because there's a supervisor in the room or someone you're accountable to, that that there's a feeling like I need to hold a certain level of an image. And, and I think, you know, as I think of what we at IDA, we are trying to, to do and, and using grit Berkman to kind of come together is to help create some safe spaces. Because I don't think ministry is always one of those. Unfortunately. And and in some ways, the distance here creates a safety, right? Because although I really appreciate it and am fed and ministered to by it, at the end of the day, I'm not answerable to anybody on this call. And so that allows me, I think, I remember um, when I travel back in America and get a chance to visit many churches that I have supporting relationship with, but not anything else than that. I find that pastors. Desperately desire to share their lives. And it's safe. So I think I think that's one of those things that, you know, I think ought to be, um, but isn't naturally or isn't it already that it's one of those things we have to work towards, I think. This this kind of, I think, you know, Brandon, what you said, vulnerability begets vulnerability to, to somehow lead in that that we can do this. And when we do, there's such ministry to it as we connect at these deeper levels.
0: Can we, as Grip Bartley coaches, take this into a team build? Yeah, I wonder if there's a couple dynamics to it in a team build, kind of like what Matt was saying. Um, You know, when there's a supervisor in the room, how does that affect things? So is there space to do a couple
3: different versions of a connect and a team build to bring out vulnerability in a couple of different ways. Um, supervisor present, supervisor not present, um, that kind of idea.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that, uh, Brandon. Um, one of the things that I always try to do is, first of all, you know, I want to connect with every person that's going to be in the, uh, the team build first as a coach. So I'm going to have a one-on-one, and a lot of that one-on-one is going to be get to know you and them to get to know me. Uh, And so as we find some commonality with that, for me to be able to identify with them and for them to feel safe with me facilitating and all of that, in the one-on-one with the team leader, who is ultimately probably the supervisor of the rest of the people in the room, um, you know, trying to convince that person, hey, you need to be vulnerable with the group. So let's go through and make sure you're comfortable with your profiles and what they say. And let's talk about some of the things that you're going to be willing to share because when I ask for anybody to share, if you're the first person to share vulnerably with the group, then that's going to set the tone for how vulnerable the rest of the group's going to be. And it's not judging. It's just, uh, this is just, he- here's the way it is. And uh, it's amazing to me, those leaders, I, I've I've never had a leader fail to do that. I've had some that did it better than others, but it's amazing to me to see how amazed they are, uh, at, okay, I've shared this and the group didn't attack me for it was like, no, they were supportive of, you know, and when we get out on the floor, like on the map with the Bertman map, and we start talking about stress behaviors and, uh, needs. And when that, uh, when the group can say to the team leader, this is what we need from you. And when he can say from the team, this is what I need from you. Wow that really starts to open things up for the connection, doesn't it? So I think, you know, we can see lots of different ways that we can apply the connecting uh, to our Grip Burtman coaching. So any last things about uh, uh, that from our observation, from our debrief of our of our experience here?
3: This is not what I expected, and it's what I needed. And so the Holy Spirit is at work, and I'm grateful for you, Larry. For taking this direction, for the because you didn't know what was going on with me and and uh, this too shall pass. So here we go.
0: Amen, Grady. Grady, you've got my uh, email and my phone number. Yeah, my text, my WhatsApp. I think you've got every way possible to connect with me.
3: Absolutely, I do. Thank you. That means a lot.
0: Well, one one last. Thing thought for for this uh, from the the standpoint of the seven postures that we've been pushing forward as Ida Wee community, the three relational postures of connecting and caring and trusting. When the task force was really working through these definitions and, and coming down to these seven, we were at first calling trusting sharing. Um, But uh, we decided that we really need to get to the point of trusting. You can't share deeply if you don't trust, and that's why we ultimately came to call it trusting. You look at those three relational postures, connecting, caring, trusting, they are all kind of overlapping, integrated with each other. The more we open from our own Brokenness and are vulnerable with each other as we connect. We're going to be sharing a lot more, building trust, and then we will show ways of caring for each other. I saw some caring for each other in our uh, group session that we had today. Uh, someone would be talking about something, and uh, there were several resources that were shared. There were a couple of comments. There was some. I really want to let you know I identify with you because I've been through something similar. We 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 found a lot of that in our connecting today uh, that led to some sharing, trust building that allowed us to show that we really were caring for one another. So those three are so interconnected with each other um, that many times it's hard for me to talk about just one or the other. We were focusing on connecting today, but it spilled over into the other two as well, don't you think?
3: Yes, very much so. Great.
0: And so uh, for us, Those that have been on the live call, this has been about an hour of a meeting. We're at the top of the hour already. And I want to be respectful of your time, especially in this season of celebrating uh, and uh, funerals and all of the other things that go with this season. And we just want to say we hope that you have a joyous, joyous Christmas season, a wonderful start to the new year. We'll see you on the first Wednesday of January 2024 Until then, keep doing everything you can to build unity in the body of Christ so more people want to know Jesus. God bless you all. Bye-bye.